The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Everybody and welcome to Killer Queens Podcast of Screams. My name is Angel, and I am here with the amazing, phenomenal Lydia Manson. Just regular, just regular. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh man, how are, how are you, you girl? Oh, you know, just the dream. Yeah, I hear ya. I'm digging that uh, toboggan. <laughs> beanie i don't i don't know what people oh. call it nowadays oh this is my, my favorite beanie i got it from sheen for literally two dollars um i Man, think i need to go on everything. there i 
Literally everything is from Sheen. Um, I think I need to order like three more because everybody comments on this beanie all the time. And I'm like, I need to have backups because the day I lose this beanie, I feel like I lose my identity. Right. That's I how I feel about my little bow. <laughs> exactly. I wear it all the time for like <laughs> podcasts and like conventions and stuff. So I feel like it is literally part of my identity now. So I need to order backups because I don't know what I'm going to do the day I lose it. You know, no today I just, um, uh, I have like a co-star and like daily affirmations and stuff. And it actually asked me a question. It was like, what, um, you know, like what part of you, like, would you lose? Like if you lost your identity or something, you know, mm -hmm. and you know, like your, your beanie kind of reminds me of that. Like if you, if you lose it, you know, like, no, who's, who's Lydia? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> well, I remember like when we were at the uh, the cool classic convention in Bastrop and you were like, I need something. I need like an identifier. I need something that when they see me, they're like, you don't have your. And and you were like, that's it. It's going to be my yeah. bow. This is going yeah. to be my thing. You know, <laughs> so for me, it has just been my beanie and the whole. And it's so funny. The reason I started wearing the beanie all the time was because I was like, oh, I didn't wash my hair today. So really, it's just because I didn't wash my hair one day and I just put the beanie on <laughs> because like my hair is just like so thin. And, you know, so it's like I it literally I'll wash it in the morning and by like six o'clock at night, it like just looks so greasy and stuff. So I just like throw the beanie on. So that's the whole I mean, like as the, as gross as it is, like that's the reason I wear the beanie. Like no shame. No, I, I no shame. Feel you. Like, you know, my hair is like super thin and gets like, you know, so yeah, oily, like super real. quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hair problems. Yeah. Like, so like 90% of the time, if you see me like with a wig or the beanie on, um, on a podcast, it's because my hair is dirty. Right. <laughs> that's, that's it. Like it is, but I, I literally, I can't wash my hair like twice a day, every day. Like I just can't, like, it's not, it's not realistic for anyone. <laughs> Right. And I mean, honestly, it's really not not good for your hair to wash it every day either. Like you kind of need those natural oils. <laughs> so, I mean, from here down, it looks OK. I mean, like my room is super dark, but whatever. Yeah, this right. is I did my makeup. I did that much. I didn't do my eyebrows because I was like, F it. Um, I have my glasses on and the beanie so you can't see my eyebrows. So I was like, I'm not going to waste that time or that product. Same thing with eyeshadow. So I put some eyeliner on. See, and I, I love you just you. the way you are. <laughs> yes. And I love you the way you are. Yes, I do. I miss you so much. <laughs> so I guess we'll go ahead and uh, we'll uh, start with uh, how you got into horror. You know, like what what uh, what got you into uh, being Lydia Manson? Oh gosh. Well, um, I. As far as like, I mean, I've always loved like horror films and stuff. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, as I got my Freddy cup. Um, I gotta stay hydrated. H2O, try to drink a gallon <laughs> a day. You will have no problems with anyone when you drink a gallon of water a day because you will constantly be going to the bathroom. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I concur, <laughs> right? But, um, I mean, I remember the first time like I saw. Nightmare on Elm Street. It was like two o'clock in the morning on basic cable because like where else would you watch it? 
for the first time. And I remember like the, the scene where Freddie is like walking in the back alley and his arms like stretch out, stretch out. you uh -huh. know, and he's like hitting the, um, the, the wooden fence and stuff. Like, I remember that from when I was a kid. Um, so like, I've always loved horror, you know? Yeah. But as far as like getting into it as like acting and stuff, I was um, following The House That Eats Flesh uh, because a friend of mine at the time uh, was cast in it and I was supporting it for her. And um, Josh Graves, you know, our director, um, uh -huh. had posted that uh, he was looking to fill a few female roles minor roles he was just you know trying to get a couple more kills in because who doesn't want more kills right. um so i was like yeah you know like i'll throw my name name in i've never acted before in my life i mean aside from the daily acting of life but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we all do uh so he was like yeah you know can you do like a monologue for me let me see what you can do now i'm a bit of a perfectionist. So when he said, can you perform a monologue for me? I immediately scoured the internet for horror monologues. Now for anyone who has ever Googled horror monologues, let me just save you the trouble. There are thousands, if not millions to choose from. Uh, so I'm like, gosh, like, what do I pick? You know? Right. So I again got on to Facebook Messenger to Josh. And I'm like, hey, can you like, out of the roles that are available based on like <laughs> me, um, <laughs> which one do you think I would be better fit for? Can you tell me a bit about them so I can pick a monologue to go with it? <laughs> what I know now, I was way overthinking everything I was doing <laughs> by like a hundred percent, hundred percent. We all do. I put way too much into everything I did from that point on, um, but whatever, that's who I am as a person. I, any project I do, it really, really anything I do in life, I put way too much effort into it, but that's just what I am. That's just who I am as a person. If you have me in your film, if you have me as a friend, <laughs> if you have me in your life, I will put too much effort into anything. <laughs> It's just, it's just it shows I, that you care though, you know, like it, it shows that you care, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you put a lot of thought and, and effort into what you do and I hope people don't see that as a bad thing. And I hope you don't see that as a bad thing because I definitely don't. It's a bad thing because it always, it always ends up biting me in the butt in the end. <laughs> uh, but it eventually got to the point where I gave up that search for the monologue and I ended up just writing my own. Um, so I ended up writing my own and me and this, uh, me and my friend, uh, went to a local cemetery and ended up filming my scene, my audition video, drank blood from a goblet, um, excuse me, ended up running, running through the cemetery because why not, you know, <laughs> um, and I ended up doing my monologue. I ended up doing it as a voiceover for the video and, the strange thing about that night was um, there was one fox in that cemetery, one fox who just like kept following me <laughs> throughout the cemetery. Okay. And 
I was just like, why, why is this fox like not leaving me alone? <laughs> hey, foxy lady. But ended up looking up like fox omens. Um, and it turned out it was that fox omens were actually like a pretty good thing. It was like good things to come. And so I took that to mean that good things were going to come from my audition, like good things were going to come from my acting, um, so on, so forth. Um, apparently good things were going to come because I did get the part, obviously, for the house that eats flesh. Um, as you mm -hmm. know, I ended up, you know, getting the part, becoming producer on the, on that project. But, um, yeah, that's, that's how I got my start in horror. Um, you know, so I always tell Josh, I always tell him, I'm like, oh, you know, I always give you a shout out on every single podcast I do, because, you know, you always inevitably get, you know, the, the question of like, how'd you get started in acting? And I always tell him, like, I always give you that shout out because, you know, I wouldn't be where I am in acting had you not given me that first part. And he's like, you don't have right. to do that. You don't have to do that. And I'm like, but I, but I do. I'm like, regardless if you say that or yeah. not, I'm like, I always will give you, I will always give credit where credit is due. You yeah. know, like that's just respect, you know, that's just yeah. what it is. So here yeah. I am. Yeah, I um, I definitely have to agree with you about, you know, giving credit, um, you know, like as, as far as like my acting career goes, I, I give my credit to uh, um, Dwayne Etheridge, uh, Slumber Party, Slaughter Party 2, mm -hmm. um, you know, because originally, you know, I got my start in the industry, you know, through special effects makeup, um, and he was the first director, um, you know, who asked me if, uh, if I could just read as an understudy, and um, I ended up getting the lead role in that movie and, you know, it all just kind of snowballed from there. So I definitely agree with, with giving credit because I definitely don't think I would be where I am today without, without him. Um, and Brad Thomason, you know, he was the, uh, the first director that I ever did uh, makeup for on a film. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got to meet, um, you know, Julianne, um, Prescott and, you know, Rebecca Reinhart, Mark B. Valenti, you know, so I, I started making my I, connections, I, you know. It was supposed to be now. on the, the House That Eats Flesh. So, I mean, I was looking forward to working with her. Unfortunately, you know, she left the project, so I never got to work with her. So, I mean, I was a little disappointed in that. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. So maybe one day in the future, our paths will cross again. But Right. We shall see. Um, but we did get to work with Lisa Wilcox. We did. And then <laughs> I got to work with her then yes um, and you still uh, haven't we, taken a selfie with her hopefully if you work with her again you'll take you'll take one i, I do i do have and that is i think one of the funniest I, I i still laugh at that i'm like i've done two movies with lisa wilcox and i still don't have a selfie with her <laughs> nope so how how would you describe your experience working with Lisa on both projects? Um, awesome. Like, I think Lisa is um, amazing to work with. You know, like, she's really great. Um, I didn't get to work with her a lot on House of Eats Flesh because, you know, she was only there for a very limited amount of time. So yeah. I got to spend a lot more time with her on set for Reunion from Hell 2. Um, got to talk to her a lot more. Um, and I was in 
scenes with her and on that film. So I got to interact with her a lot more on screen and stuff. So mm -hmm. that was a lot more in, um, that was a lot more, that was a better experience for me. Not that I didn't mm -hmm. have a great experience with her on set for the house of the flesh. And I don't mean that at all, you know, but yeah, um, it was just more limited. It was just so much more limited um, because yeah. I wasn't on any scenes with her. So it was kind of like, Hey, bye. You know, I mean, the time I did get with her on House of East Flesh was great because, you know, I got to help her um, create her, her costume for the House of East Flesh. So that was great. Yeah. Um, you know, so that was like an, an experience in and of itself. But um, for Reunion from Hell too, like we had scenes together. So I got to rehearse for her with her. That was awesome. Um, we stayed in the same cabin. So that was a different experience. Um, oh, cool. So we sat and had meals together. Um, you know, like I cooked for her. Well, I mean, I cooked for everybody. So I cooked <laughs> for her. Um, but, you know, like she complimented me on my cooking. She complimented me on my acting. And yeah. for me, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Right. Like, <laughs> I was like, what now? I was like, can you just like repeat that? So I have that in, ingrained in my memory. Just like yeah, one more time. come again. Right. I was like, I was like, hold on, can you can can you repeat that into into the recorder on my yeah. Phone? One more time. I, I need to save this for life. Especially you know, like as a new actress, to be complimented by someone who's done so many films and who has had such an extensive career. For me, yeah. I was like, okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I didn't even yeah, I didn't know that. And that's oh my gosh, like I'm I'm so happy for you, you know? Like I couldn't it even imagine be being able to hear that. You know? Yeah. And like also like I'm on that same set, like Danny Hassel was there from Nightmare yep. 3, 4, and 5. And and like he, you know, I had this really big emotional scene where I was like, well, okay, I had a lot of big emotional scenes in that film. I had to cry a lot and like was hysterical and stuff because like my character, uh was like a little bitch for a lot of that film. <laughs> and so this one scene where we we did like nine takes or something and I, you know, I got to keep bringing it and bring it, you know, yeah. it takes a lot out of you. And I made a joke yeah. and me and Danny are on the couch next to each other, our characters. And I'm like, man, we got to like the fifth take. And I'm like, I feel like I used up the really good tears on the, the first three takes and the camera wasn't even on me. And he's like, he's like, Lydia, I just want to tell you, he's like, you're doing a really great job. And I'm just like, all right, those, those tears are, those tears are coming back, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. like thank you, thank you, you know? Um, so <laughs> just to be complimented by like, you know, these actors that have been doing this and have made a career, like they've made a career. We're doing this, yeah. trying to make a career and they actually yeah. have. And then, like, on my Instagram, I had, um, under my name, put aspiring actress. And Mark Patton commented on one of my posts on Instagram and wrote, Lydia, you are not an aspiring actress. You are an actress. And I was like, I'll, I'll go change that right now, Mark. Oh, my God. You know, like, just so, yeah. like, the encouragement I got from those three actors on that set like changed my outlook on my acting tenfold so that 
in and of itself was great. So not only, you know, the experience to get to work with Lisa again, but also to add in two more alumni from yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. And all three of them signed my Nightmare on Elm Street house. So that was like a really big deal for me. So I was excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely, um, I have to agree with them, you know, having been on set with you, you know, for not only the House of Deeds Flesh, you know, but for, uh, for another, you name. know, yeah, um, another <laughs> project, you know, um, like I, I can, I can attest, you know, and I can definitely agree with them. You know, I, I think that you're a great actress, you know, and, and with... I, like, I will just put this out there for anyone that's ever watching and ever needs to hire an actress. I have watched Angel do some pretty traumatic scenes. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, very, 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 uh, yeah, no, I, um, and it pains I, me that this project <laughs> that shall not be named will never see the light of day, you know, and it just yeah. it sucks because, like, that that work should be seen because, you know, like, you, I, and Sushi, like, we put so, like, so much work, like, that one scene of us so all joking work. together, like, yep. That was such a fun scene. Like we have, you know, and I just, oh, I, it pains me. It's okay. But, I feel like we will definitely have, you know, have more. Chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely going to have okay. more. But I, I will say though, I'm not that I'm happy about this, but like, I'm happy that I was able to kind of bring y'all to tears because it lets me know that my acting was you know, it was, no, was, it was good. good. You know, like, <laughs> it's good. I mean, in the one sense, I guess it's good to know that you can do that. Yeah. I, right. I, it, you, you know what I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else will know, but you know. Yep. Yep. Sorry, it's like our, our little secret. So, um, do you have like any upcoming projects? I know with a lot of stuff happening in the indie scene, you know, people are, are taking a break, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> I do. And it's really funny. Um, I am at the point right now where I feel like everything, I'm sure you realize it and I'm sure a lot of people realize it too. Um, that the indie scene is very clicky. Yeah. Um, and I branched out of that click. <laughs> um, and I have kind of, I've recently taken a break from, so, I mean, I haven't been posting as much on social media lately. Mm -hmm. Um, just, you know, been focusing on my personal life and everything, but I do have a project coming up. I'll be filming, um, at the end of this month. It's actually, awesome because it's only like a 20 minute drive from my house. So I'm super excited about that. Um, Sweet. Right. Best that <laughs> I could film and to sleep in my own bed. But uh, the yeah. film is called rip. Like, so it's a horror film. That's kind of based on rip van Winkle. Oh, cool. So uh, my character's name is wavy. So I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about it. So, mm. but yeah, I'm super excited about that. And you know what the best part about this is? And I'm super excited. There's what? no Indiegogo. Oh my God. And I know you will appreciate that. Yes. There's no Indiegogo. 
that was so um when i got when i talked when i was uh casted for you know like when i put in for uh put in for the project and everything i was like oh is this um is this project funded and they were like oh yeah it's already fully funded and i was like hallelujah thank Yay. you no nothing against indiegogo projects not yeah. at all not at all because i understand i 100 yeah. understand indiegogo's kickstarters nothing against it yeah but every project i have been on so far has been indiegogo's and i feel like my fans and i still feel weird saying my fans i just feel like they need a break from me asking them for money and especially because nothing is out yet yeah yeah no i yeah i can i can agree with that so, <laughs> i was excited for that yeah um i've been you know not trying to um you know like seek projects that are like you know self-funded you know but you know with everything recently that has happened with a couple projects you know i've just uh, it's, it's hard to talk people you know into yeah. you know supporting indiegogos you know so um it, you know it'll the, they'll become you know bigger again once people can earn their you know earn their trust and, and stuff yeah, you know when projects exactly. come out yeah it is it's a, it's a huge trust thing you know and i, I mean people's like, money you don't play you don't play with people's money <laughs> yeah and i this is just like a funny thing now that my room has gotten darker i have just turned into a black blob <laughs> with lydia on the front <laughs> i'm just, just going to hit a light switch Boop. okay <laughs> bam a little bit better bang oh. so did you start um like your fan base did it start with your cosplays like your your modeling like cosplays so um I did, so I got cast in House of Thieves Flesh, um, yeah. started a Facebook page, because that's what you do. Um, I want to say that Wednesday Adams was like the first cosplay I did. Which is a great cosplay, by the way. You Thank kill you. it. All, all your cosplays you kill, but I definitely, I'd say Wednesday and... Uh, um, I do like your poison ivy, um, but I also that like. Was, uh, oh my god, that cosplay took for. Oh my god, it was like right. two days of gluing on ivy leaves. I never wanted. Oh, actually, poison ivy was like a really funny story. Um, so my friend Stacy Book, which anyone who is like in or around Western New York and needs like a photographer or like a special effects makeup artist, Stacy is awesome because. She does most of my photography, like a lot of, I would say like 75% of the photos I've done, Stacy has done. And she has done most of my makeup looks and she's actually done awesome. special effects makeup. She did um, the movie Killer Rack, which is an indie film. She did the special effects makeup for Killer Rack. And she also did, she worked on the movie Model Hunger with Debbie Rashawn. Yeah, I was like I feel like I've I've I know that film. <laughs> so she worked she um she didn't do the special effects on that. Um I think she helped like a smidgen 
on the special effects, but she uh, she was like script supervisor, I believe, on Model Hunger. Um, and then she she I think she helped with Debbie Rashawn on some stuff. But anywho, she's she's amazing, anyways. Um, but she does like uh, my god, she does like body paint stuff that's just like phenomenal. But um, that dark office like um, photo poster that you did that you're you mm -hmm. have um up there she took that photo yeah. i know um oh, samantha yeah. marie like worked the poster but she took that base photo um so yeah stacy is awesome that's a so <laughs> I have to give a shout out to uh, to Jess Myers because she is the one who makes all the graphics uh, for Killer Queens. Yeah, no, so, um, your stuff is awesome. I was going to say the intro video is, um, ooh, I, oh, okay. I don't know who, Michelle, <laughs> okay. I don't know what character Michelle is, but <laughs> is, is it a, uh, what, um, but. We can talk, <laughs> um, yeah. but the funny story concerning the um, Poison Ivy cosplay is, so I bought the green bodysuit off of Amazon. Now mm -hmm. I have this terrible toxic trait of ordering things and not trying them on until the day of photos. <laughs> so I bought the bodysuit and I was like, oh, at the time I was a smidgen thinner and um, bought the bodysuit. I was like, oh, it's my size. It'll fit. Started gluing all of the ivy leaves on it. It's fine, right? Yeah. yeah. Glue, glue all of the leaves on it. Now, Stacy still lives in Buffalo. I live near Albany, New York. I drive the four and a half hours. <sighs> okay. I start trying to get into this bodysuit. Well, without realizing, because I'm book smart. I am not common sense smart. Once I had glued all of these ivy leaves onto it, there was no wiggle room in this bodysuit. So it was true to size. So I tried to wiggle my chubby butt into said bodysuit. <laughs> it did not wiggle much. Um, hey, Clarence. Um, what up? <laughs> so ivy leaves started falling off, which did help me wiggle into it. Yeah. Stacey's like, Stacey's like, did you, did you try this on? And I was like, no. Mm. Why would I? I did, I did not. <laughs> Why, why would I try it on that? Why would I try it on? Like, why would I do that? Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not snarky or sarcastic at all. Um, so I finally get it up. Now it's, it's one of the bodysuits that snaps in the vajay. Uh -huh. Now I have no, me and Stacy went to high school together. So we have known each other for 15 years plus i was like stacy i can't bend to do this Help. Help. i was like you're gonna have to get in there you, you got to so i had to lie down on the bed well really i flopped i flopped i flopped and she, so she had to button me up like i was a baby and she she did 
And she was like, what did we learn? I said, we learned that we need to try things on when we get them <laughs> and not wait until it's day of photo shoot. Did we listen to that advice? No, we did not. Oh, no. Because when I did my photo shoot with Clarence for my Jason pinup photos, I had my Jason outfit and I took it out of the Amazon bags at his house. Luckily, it fit. But I, okay. had, my spank I had my Spanx with me, so I mm -hmm. had everything sucked into my Spanx. So that helped. But I still did not learn my lesson. Yes. Have we learned it yet? <laughs> I haven't done photos since the Jason photos. So we're good. But well, I mean, it's a funny story. It Dude. is a funny story. But and Lydia, also, what have we learned? <laughs> to re-glue all of those leaves back on that had fallen off when I was wiggling in. I had brought my glue gun. So she was like, I'm just going to glue these back on to you. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. Hot glue on these leaves pressed on to me is really hot, if anybody's curious. And she's like, this is just the pain you're going to have to deal with. And I'm like, you got that. Yeah, under understood. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's me. Um, <laughs> your Bride of Chucky cosplay, I would have to say, is probably my favorite. I do love doing Tiffany. And I have, you know, I, because I did, um, like two months ago now, I had um, entered a local cosplay contest. And I was like, you know what? I'm in it to win it. I am very competitive. So um, I was like, you know, I got to re, I was like, I got to look up. So I watched some YouTube videos on Tiffany's makeup and mm -hmm. I went full in. I glued my eyebrows down and like, you know, foundation over them. So it looked like I had no eyebrows um, because Tiffany has very thin eyebrows. Yes, thin, yeah, pencil thin. So I, I, and you know, and I have thicker. So I, yep. you know, after I glued them down, I drew them in very thin. And then I contoured my, you know, like right here to make it look like I was a doll, like I was full on. Yeah. And then I got there and they were like, oh, who are you? And I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> they didn't know who, who I was. Um, they weren't really, so the, the theme of the cosplay contest was like villains. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, she's a villain. She's killed people. Yeah. But they weren't really like horror people. So they didn't know. So they had looked up, they looked up like a couple videos of her. So like when I was up there, like talking, uh, talking as Tiffany and I was like, well, I'm really awesome. You should know who I am because she's very mm -hmm. confident. So I had yeah. to embody that. Um, yeah. When we got done, they were like, oh, you're, you know, like, you're just like her. I was like, thank you. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly you picked the right winner. <laughs> but, yeah. Yay, like was that the first me. was that the first contest um that you that you like participated in like doing cosplay no um i had was at monster mania last year and i had actually entered as tiffany 
because it was uh, that Monster Mania was actually like a Chucky reunion. So I actually got to meet Alex Vincent dressed as Tiffany. Um, it was hey. funny. I like walked in to the area where like the celebrities were um, and Alex didn't have like a line. So I like walked in and I'm holding my Chucky doll because I thought it was cool. And um, Alex looks at me and I look at him and he looks at me. <laughs> And I look at him and he calls me over and I'm like, me? And he's like, yeah, come over. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, Alex Vincent tells you, on my way. Gonna, you're going to come over. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you, you know, like you look great. You know, like you look just like her. I was like, thank you. And he's like, can you do the voice? And I was like, no, <laughs> like nobody can do that voice. <laughs> That's Jennifer Tilly's voice and Jennifer yes. Tilly's voice only. And he was like, oh, yep. you're going to have to work on that. And I was like, I'll try. <laughs> um, I don't know what else to tell you. But um, they actually had a, co a cosplay contest that night. Um, so I entered it. Um, I walk up on stage and I just like grab the microphone right out of the MC's hand. And I was like, do I really need an introduction? Like... I, uh, you know, <laughs> ooh, like, you obviously know who I am. Right. But, um, so I did like the whole spiel. I was like, you know, I searched for him for 10 years. Um, and he doesn't even appreciate my Swedish meatballs. I, I baked a bunch of cookies for him. I read Martha Stewart books and he can't even and wash. He can't even wash the dishes, you know, like. I'll tell you, ladies, like a little bit of plastic just doesn't cut it, okay? Yeah. You know, and every everybody's laughing and having like a good time and stuff. And so I finally get done with my spiel. And of course, um, oh yay. Um, but then of course that lady Demetrius or whatever, I don't know, from Resident Evil comes out. And I knew right then and there I wasn't gonna win because she's just such a popular character. Um, mm -hmm. and that person won. So, um, when we're, we're all out on stage and they, they say that she won. So I got down on my knees and I was like, I was robbed. Um, but the next day, um, because everybody had liked Tiffany so much, I decided to do Tiffany again the next day. Um, mm -hmm. cause so many people took photos with me and it was the Chucky reunion. So I decided to do Tiffany the second day. Um, cause I was hanging out at the trauma table. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like who cares? Um, did I say the F word? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's so okay. I'm walking around dressed as Tiffany again. And they're like, oh, you were great last night. You were great last night. And I was like, I was robbed. So the whole Sunday, I just kept going, I was robbed. Like, you know, I just had, I had to keep it up because I feel like that's how Tiffany Valentine would respond if she lost, you know, like, yeah. so, you know, you, when you're cosplaying, you have to stay true to character. Like you don't break character. You have to. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I have yet to do um, any cosplays, but I'm actually, but, and nobody has seen this. This is, a, oh this, God, this this is a first exclusive, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm a really big fan of Tank Girl and I have to re-glue the arrow going through, but you know, this is, the helmet that I'm going to be wearing whenever I end up doing my tank girl cosplay, you know, so I'm super excited to, well, you know, share and this. And we said, um, <laughs> well, Clarence, I couldn't stab her because then I would get charged with, you know, 
attempted murder, and I didn't want to go to jail. So. Couldn't do that. But we did say, Clarence, that Angel and I were going to come down and do Harley and Poison Ivy. So, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> when I shimmy myself back into my poison ivy onesie. <laughs> um, you know, maybe we could order a, another bodysuit. I did. I ordered a bigger size. <laughs> I won't lie. I did. It's, but you know what? It's still in the Amazon package. <laughs> Actually, technically. I, I did do a cosplay, you know, I did do my, my carry, you know, yes. uh, photo shoot. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess I haven't done a, like a public, you know, cosplay. So it is, the carry it is a lot awesome. of fun to walk around like a Comic-Con. It is. It is a lot of fun. I will say that. Um, I, did I, walk, I mean, I walked around Comic-Con dressed as Matricia Adams. I've never done photos as Matricia but I have walked around Comic-Con dressed as Morticia. Have you walked around as Wednesday? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. Tiffany and, and Wednesday are my favorite cosplays of yours. <laughs> and um, Clarence, I did get a Jason mask. <laughs> yeah, hey, hold on, where's mine? Where's mine? Here it is. Mine's very colorful. <laughs> Did you get yours from uh, 13X Studios? Um, no, I got mine from uh, 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 James uh, Carnes, I believe. His his oh, wife. Okay. Um, yeah, his his wife um, did it. Um, you know the paint and everything. Um, so yeah, I've had this for a little while. I would love to to wear it out in public at some point. You know. Yeah, I got um, mine is from the. He was in uh, Terrifier too. Or terrifier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. I forgot his name. Uh. Uh. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. Yep. I couldn't pronounce his uh his last name, so I wanted to make sure yeah. that I had his uh, company name, Thirteen X Studios. Hey Kyle. I was like, I'm, I not gonna, I'm not gonna get that last name right. Hey Kyle. <laughs> um. I want to talk about your podcast. Yes. Uh, I feel really <laughs> bad. Um, I haven't not done my podcast in like a month because I have just been in such a deep depression. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've not done my podcast in like a month. Um, that's where I'm at with that. Um, but okay. yeah, my podcast is called uh, Just the Deets. Um, it's Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Well, when I do it, uh, <laughs> you, you find it on Facebook. Um <laughs> find it on my youtube channel i have like 40 subscribers so you know things are getting pretty serious um 40 that's a lot, <laughs> that's you know, a we're, lot. In, we're in double digits so we're, we're yes. getting there um, <laughs> and then i have um monday nights bi-weekly so we're doing it every two weeks um we got locked up paranormal where um i am the co-host so the main host is uh frank so we discuss the history and the paranormal activity in prisons across the globe. So we're on season one. We're, uh, we're closing in on the end of season one. And season two, we're going to delve into asylums. Oh, so, oh cool. Yeah. 
Um, definitely. Uh, um, so technically, I guess it's considered a penitentiary, but Penhurst in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, I actually went there for, um, they were having some sort of like haunted, like activity, um, you know, like there are, there are a bunch of people there. Um, but basically like, um, in different parts of the asylum, you had like different activities that you had to do and beat other groups in. And at the end of the night, at the end of the night, if you had like the most like flags for your group, you know, you won. Um, but, but Pennhurst is definitely like, I, I got some vibes in there um you know and they have a a crazy crazy history you know um yeah i'll i'll let you do research on it but yeah definitely pinhurst i'll have to put that uh, down for you (laughs) frank and i are actually um next weekend there's gonna be um a paranormal convention at um mansfield penitentiary in mansfield ohio uh, so Mansfield Penitentiary is actually the um, the prison that they filmed uh, Shawshank Redemption at. So um, we have a table that we're going to have at that convention. So we're going to be promoting the podcast there. And then at cool. the end of June, we're going to be doing a paranormal investigation at Virginia State Penitentiary. So... Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) That's so cool. Like, have you had any like personal, um, you know, like experiences, paranormal experiences? Yeah. Um, so at my house, cause my house is, is like a really old house. My house was built in 1870. Um, so not that I ever talk about my personal life, but, um, you know, I have kids, um, when, after my kids were born, I had a lot of paranormal activity going on in my house. Um, so, and it related to, to my kids. So, um, not that it was malevolent or anything. It seemed to really be that the, the spirits were happy that there seemed to be kids in the house. Um, Uh so that they seemed to be really happy that they were here. Um, so it, it never seemed to be anything bad. Um, like when they were first born, um, I had something pull my hair when I was feeding them. It was like two 30 in the morning. And, um, I seemed to be like falling asleep and I feel like they pulled my hair to wake me up so that I didn't like drop them. So it seemed like Mm -hmm. they were really like protecting them. Um, so it was just like little things like that. Um, we did, did have a paranormal team like come in, um, they picked up a lot of activity in the house, mm-hmm. a lot of orbs, uh, stuff like that. Um, now keep holy water in every room of the house, just, just in case. So, but that was, that was a long time ago, but. but yeah. um, there was a, a house that I used to live in, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, my aunt had lived there before me, um, but technically the house that we lived in, was uh the road that we lived on was named after the lady who had died um in that house so her name was mrs davis and um so my aunt had a lot more experiences than than i did but um she like the the fridge like flipped over like the entire fridge just just flipped over at one point the whole house like all the windows in the house were shaking um 
she would hear like thumps on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she would tell me that, you know, her husband, um, would go down into the basement and be doing work in the basement. Anytime he needed, you know, something to drink or something, he would knock on the floor, you know, to get her attention. So she would, you know, bring him down stuff. Um, I have like heard, um, like a scream in the house. Um, I, even thinking about it, like gives me like chills, you know, um, it was just very, like, I don't even remember what I was doing. Um, I don't know if I was upset or or something, but, um, it was just like this blood curdling, just like scream. And I, I ran to my room, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it was just, it was, it was just weird. It was out of nowhere. Um, I've had candles, you know, blow out on me just on their own, no draft in the room or anything, mm-hmm. you know, and candle just, just went out. Um, yeah. So like, I, I definitely, you know, believe in the paranormal and, and spirits and, you know, other planes and stuff like it, it's, it's real. <laughs> it's yeah, definitely um, real. I know it was asked if, did an EVP didn't um, didn't catch anything on an EVP that night that we did the investigation um, that night that we did the investigation. Um, I had a couple of friends here and um, you know, the, the kids were, were babies. They were like two and a half months old. Um, and I had talked about taking them out of the house for that night. And the way my house had been set up at the time, whatever had pulled my hair would have been standing in my dining room. So I had told the people of the paranormal that were part of the paranormal team that. So they had set up microphones in my dining room. Now, when I had said to take the kids out, those microphones dropped. I'm like, oh. okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> Maybe the tape fell. Maybe the tape came undone. I'll give you that. Now, fast forward a couple of hours, mentioned it again, taking the kids out. Those microphones dropped again. And I was like, coincidence? Maybe the first time, but not yeah. the second yeah. time, especially right after mentioning taking the kids out, you know, and it they fell right after I had mentioned taking the kids out the first time. And they fell again after I mentioned taking the kids out the second time I said, so there's yeah. no way that that happened both times that that right. was, that was strictly them making sure that we knew they didn't want us to take the kids out, you know? Um, then a couple of months later, I was on the phone with someone and I was, you know, we, we were talking about, I was thinking about moving to be closer to family out West. And, um, I heard over the baby monitor, like clear as day, you don't have to leave. You don't have to leave. You don't have to leave. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> Don't have to leave. <laughs> you know, so I mean, there is definitely. Um, I don't know if it's a relative that passed on because 
my relatives are out west, you know, to where I would have moved. So their family is out west too. Like they would want me to be closer, you know, like yeah. I mean, I I fully I fully believe that yes, my family is watching me. I fully believe that. Um, because you know, I had made a Facebook post a couple of months ago about I wake up all the time at like 2 30 in the morning. All the time. You know, and I I just made that Facebook post just like, like, why do I keep doing like why does this keep happening? I didn't think anything would come of it. Hundred comments later. You know, um, and it was a lot of people commented, like a lot of people kept saying like the same thing, like somebody is trying to talk to you. Uh -huh. I'm like, well, could they not, you know, just like being funny. Um, so, yeah, I fully think it. I have a family member that is um, looking over me, you know, like I I was very close with my um, maternal grandmother. Um, and she died my senior year of high school. I was very, very close with her. She was like a second mother to me, you know? So I fully believe that she is looking out for me. Um, so that's my paranormal history. Okay. <laughs> um, well, um, we're coming up on a closing time. Closing time. <laughs> Um, do you have any other shout outs you want to give or, you know, any links to social media that you would like, uh, for people to go follow? See what um, you're up to? I have this amazing TikTok account. No, I'm just, I mean, I do have a TikTok account. I don't know. It's really amazing. Um, I post like a lot of like cosplay videos on there. Um, Lydia Manson 88. Um, also I'm on the, the gram, the Instagram, uh, Lydia Manson 88. Take a year, take a guess at what year I was born. Uh, uh 89. <laughs> so, so close. Um, but uh, also, you know, shout outs on Facebook. I mean, Facebook, Lydia Manson. Um, got the got the YouTube subscriptions, Lydia, just Lydia Manson on there. Nothing, nothing fancy. Um, that is that's all I got for the socials. I mean, lots of paranormal on YouTube. Uh, me and my co-host yes. have this, we're doing this thing where we said that if we get 500 subscriptions on YouTube, we would get our mascot tattooed on us, which um, our mascot is this little squirrel in a jail uniform. Um, oh. We're at like, I think 19 <laughs> subscriptions. So, you know, we're, we're closing in on that 500 mark. So. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you get that tattoo. So I'm actually going to go I said, into that. Yeah, I, call, I call him little Frank um, because anytime, anytime Frank gets off topic, which he has gotten a lot better. I will give him that. Anytime Frank gets off topic, I would throw the, throw the squirrel up on the screen and I'm like, get back on topic, Frank, get back on topic. And he's like, don't squirrel me. And I was like, I will squirrel you any damn time I please, Frank. Yeah. Like, so little Frank has just become one of us. Oh, well, um, you heard it, everybody. Um, you know, her Lydia Manson, 88. Remember. <laughs> well, thank Lydia you Manson. so much. Such an awesome for, uh, 
coming on to the podcast. Yeah, you know, happy I, early I, Friday the 13th. Yes, yes. In three hours, it'll be the, Well, three, yeah. Yep, three hours. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. You know, know we um, gotta, you, um, we gotta plan to come on the beats. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll uh, definitely get on some uh, dates for that. I'm hoping that you'll be able to start that that podcast again. You know, yeah, soon. I know. <laughs> I, to, uh, I know Heather Beck. Um, Heather loves horror. Shout out. Uh, she mm -hmm. was like, "You need to, you know, you need to get back on it because the longer you go without doing it." The easier people forget. And I'm like, I know I need to get back on it. Well, I just know I I love you very much. You are oh, one of my cute. favorite set sisters. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I know we're going to be working together again on something, you know, soon. So, <laughs> but um, so. thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. Yep. And uh, we'll be on uh, next week uh, with uh, Sarah Schultz. Jessica <laughs> oh, Stabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, until then.
privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 